Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Thanks so much for uh, for doing this. Uh, this is Ryan, no, by the way. And, What's uh, up, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, and this is Jason. What's up, Jason? What's going <laughs> hey. on, guys? I, I picture you Good like. Morning, like you guys. <laughs> I picture you rubbing Jason's hair like he's your, you know, like tossing you. (laughs) (laughs) And and then my wig falls off. I'm like, hey, Joe, you gave it away. Wow, this is awkward, man. I go, yeah, it's really awkward. Your hands are covered in glue now. It wasn't, it wasn't, the wig wasn't settled. Yeah, this guy smells like booze. That thing looked, looked, it looked real. Hey, welcome to Joke Artists, episode nine. We did it. Woo! I'm Jason Katz. And I'm Ryan Dever. No. And have we got a guest today? Uh, No, really. uh, Our guest today is Joe Gaudet. He's a a master impressionist and an improviser, uh, actor, comedian. He's just an overall hilarious guy that we are really big fans of. and I think both of us first discovered him on Vine years back. Yeah. I mean, he's just so damn funny. Uh, such an incredible voice actor. He's done work for DreamWorks, Hasbro, Disney, Pixar, Cartoon Network, NBC. He's just absolutely unbelievable at what he does. And his impressions, um, although we found out our are 5% of what he does, his impressions, I mean, I've just never heard impressions like 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 this before. He's just so good at all of them. Um, yeah, the the impressions are dead on like the real people. Like, you can't tell the difference. And, you know, you've heard his voice in video games, television, movies, uh, you know, everywhere. He's done it all. And here's a clip of his impression so you can get a taste of what you're about to get into. Ooh, just a taste. Yo, Doc! Uh, sorry, Doc. I was hoping you could help me with this. Biff's on the cover of Time magazine. Are you trying to tell me that Biff is the president? Yo, what's happening, man? It's your boy Ice-T. Now check this for a second. Roses are red, violets are blue. I've seen a lot of crazy perps and cats on Law & Order SVU. Now, a lot of people know me and Will Ferrell do a lot of movies together, and he's a great guy, don't get me wrong, but he stole the last Gogurt from my trailer, so I grabbed him with my bare hands and just squeezed him until I got the Gogurt back. Hi there, I'm Ryan Reynolds. In the streets, I'm Deadpool, but at home, I use a deadbolt. Because once that door's locked, I don't want to be caught doing something naughty. So what I don't think many people understand is when I play different characters, whether it be Bruce Wayne or Batman, my accent goes in and out. Some people don't know exactly where I'm from. Well, listen, first of all, you have to understand that everyone's always doing impressions of me. They get to the chopper and all these things. Do you have any idea how crazy it is? I can't even go to the bathroom without somebody going, hey, do the line from the Terminator. Stop it! Well, there's only one thing left to say. Hasta la vista, baby. All right, why don't we stop talking about him and start talking to him? What do you say, Jay? (laughs) It's almost like you've practiced that over and over again. I'm not doing it again because we've done it ten times. From 1996, here's a hit. (sighs) Here's that interview. Joe, I, I got to say, we're so excited to have you on the show. We are such fans of, of yours, and especially going back to when I first discovered you um, on Vine years ago, um, I just used to wow. die. I was, I was still working a regular job back then. Jesus. Oh, really? Well, um, well let's, yeah, let's dive right into that. What were you doing while you were uh, uh, doing those awesome Vine videos? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I 
I was, I've been a voice actor for 15 years, but I didn't go full time, full time until about seven years ago. So it was like half the time was spent hustling and working or, you know, I did a bunch of different jobs. I mean, I was an analyst for an insurance company. I was, I worked for FedEx. I waited tables a little bit. I stocked shelves at grocery stores. So it was just trying to get to the point where I, where I am now. I can just survive on just voiceover alone. But Vine was just a great outlet to just screw around while I was at work and, you know, taking, you know, 55 minute bathroom breaks, legs falling asleep, <laughs> not wanting to go back. You know, you just, yeah, yeah. I'd make him bind in like the mail room and stuff like that. And like, yeah, it was just fun. And, uh, nobody checked it. I, I, I complained back then, but looking back at it now, I mean, I was, I was a dream job. I would come in an hour late, take a two hour lunch, <laughs> leave an hour early. And like, I did that for about six or seven months. And then one, one of my supervisors was like, Hey Joe, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Um, what are your hours? And then just, I was, I'm always quick on my feet. I'm like, we had a, we had a meeting about this, like, like four or five months ago, I would come in at this time to leave at this time. And I don't take lunches. Like we, we talked about that. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if you're confident in their face, like, Oh, that's right. I do remember that. And I'm like, wow. Dodge that bullet. All right, you're like, here's a video of you saying it. And you just do an impression of him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah you, I actually didn't have a photo of you, but uh, I have an audio of you. If you want to hear it. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't remember saying it. It's like a, or it's like a, when did I say something about you sleeping like with my wife? Well, oh, well. <laughs> so, so how did that oh, transition? You, you, you had that job for about six, seven months and you're doing vine and, and what happens? No, next? I had that. I had, I think I had that job for almost eight. It was eight years. I had that job. Oh. So, I mean, I just got to the oh, point, wow. I got to the point where I was just like hustling and, and, and doing voiceover nights and weekends and lying to my clients. Like, Hey, listen, we have a lot of work. We will, uh, we'll set, you know, just kind of like, we'll, we'll get that delivered tonight. And I would just run home, take the train home, get home, record it, send it out and be like, ah, oh, I can't keep this up forever. So I just, it was just marketing. I would market the crap out of myself and just wow. call, call, you know, animation studios. I would, I would DM them on like Instagram, Twitter, you know, I would use everything I could to my advantage to just kind of contact these people and build relationships with them and let them know who I was. And I got cast uh, in a Saturday morning cartoon on NBC called Astro Blast while I was working that full-time job. So I had to lie to people. I was like, you know, I was using my, my vacation time, all my sick days. And I would, they would say it was, it's really weird. Cause they would send like the company car just to, to drive me from uh, back Bay in Boston to just outside of Boston to another recording studio. So I would get picked up in like limos and stuff and like SUVs from the, and everybody's like, where the hell are you going? Oh, it was just, you know, I, I had to lie. Cause I couldn't tell them I got, I got cast in it until it aired and, it was just so much BS. And then, you know, one thing led to another, my son was born and I'm like, I'm not raising a kid and, and showing him that like, Oh, your dad's a, a loser working a desk job and not really following his dreams. So I just kind of, I quit that job and went full-time voiceover and uh, it, I'm lucky it worked out because yeah, I'm having a good time. Holy yeah. That's cow. incredible. What, what led you to vine? Like r- initially right off the top. I just think a bunch of my, I don't even know if it was my, it's so funny because it was so long ago. I can't remember. I think I might have just, you hear about it on Twitter or, you know, cause the big boom has really happened in the past five, six years of all the social media is just like blowing up. You know, TikTok right. is relatively new and, and yeah. it was musicality yeah. before musically or wherever it was. And then I think I just downloaded it. Cause you, you, you see it in the app store or something I downloaded and I'm like, wow, six second videos. And I met a lot of my good friends on there just creating and, some wow. of these guys I'm really close friends with to this day. And, um, 
many of us haven't even met in person. It's just because we're all connected via the internet now. It's just, you know, yeah. we can all just kind of like send each other DMs. We talk on the phone all the time and we got like a messenger group chat going on. And it's just, it's, it's, it's fun to just, you know, I get creative with everybody. Just only six second conversations though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's why I like the, you know, the Instagram and, uh, TikTok cause you can do, you know, a minute or you can do like the Instagram, um, What's the long version of it? Instagram TV, IGTV, IGTV yeah, yeah. So yeah. which is cool. So, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I just love the creativity of it all. That's. I know you said it was when your son was born. You kind of decided to make that leap. Do you remember yeah. kind of the first gig after you made that leap that you were like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be doing this. I can do this, and I'm good at it. Um, I don't remember specifically because I remember like I had done stuff before I even like, you know, got that NBC cartoon. I, right. I was starring in a PBS cartoon. So it was like, but it was, it was, it was, I had the mindset of, I have to audition and get an agent and all this stuff. And then I slowly realized you don't need one. If you can just be your own agent. I mean, I have six agents, but 98% of the work I, I bring in is on my own, just marketing myself. And I slowly realized, Oh crap, it's a business. Let me treat it as a business. So now you know, I'm up every day at five thirty. I'm answering emails before the kids got to go to school at like, you know, seven, they wake up. And they, so it's, I'm planning my day and running my business. I have my studio time. I have my marketing time. I have my auditions, my recording sessions. So when I slowly realized, Oh crap, that's it. Oh, you have to do that. So after that, I just started bringing on clients, doing a lot of like e-learning, a lot of explainer videos. And then I started to get the video games. Then I started to get more, you know, animated series. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of people were hiring me for my voice doubling stuff, which is crazy. So I'm like, Oh, so there is money to be made as a career. Cause you know, I've done that for years, but it wasn't until I was like, all right, let's treat it like a business. And then all the studios started contacting me without my agents. And I'm like, yes, okay, now how do yeah. I keep these people? <laughs> and then, and then you, you, you keep it like a Rolodex of them on an Excel spreadsheet. And I follow up with all these people once a month, see how they're doing, how can I help them? And I mean, it's customer service. And, and most right. people don't realize that that's what it is. They just think, Oh, this dude just makes videos on TikTok. Yeah. But like, that's just like a side thing that I do for fun. It's like right. the real work is, is the behind the scenes that nobody sees. And I try to let people know that you know, this is how it is. You know, you, you have to put in the time. It's not, I'm just going to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression and get a million views. It just doesn't work that way. Oh, we, th we actually thought it was. Yeah. Dang it. That was our, that's no, damn it. Oh, that was it. Hell. Can you say that again, well, but not that? Show you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would show you exactly what to do. All right. Arnold. Um, <laughs> I know that, <laughs> but it's, it's a good point. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Like you said, people think you just kind of put out a video and then sit and wait to hit that million. Did it take you a while to create that structure? Cause I know a lot of people, maybe some, some standups and some creatives, it, it does take them yeah. a while to figure out, all right, I, I do got to wake up at five or six or seven and, and yeah, schedule I mean, my I, day. I did that for years. I did that for years. Cause that's what I was doing while I had the full-time job. I was waking up before I needed to, mm. you know, maybe get a quick workout and follow up with clients. Cause I had clients who were in England. So I'm like, all right, they're five, six hours ahead. I got to kind of wake up do it like that. And I'd be on like double duty, my day job, checking that email. And then like on my iPhone, just going, all right, let me answer this guy's email and, and try to like, it wasn't until that I finally pulled the trigger and said, if I can just put all my eggs in this basket, I won't have to worry about that day job or whatever. And then, 
it, it just, like I said, it just took a while to click and knowing what I know now, I, I, if I started back then, knowing what I know now, I would have been so much further ahead, but you know, it's hindsight is 2020. I'm, I'm happy where I am. I can't complain. I obviously I want more, but I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for what I have. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, it, 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 we're both very impressed by the amount of uh, work you do and, you know, all the impressions and, and, and everything in your story. Um, when you, when you first got that big NBC gig, like what was your initial reaction? Were you like, wow, like this is, you know, I mean, I know you said the PBS before that, um, but when you're like NBC, yeah, yeah. this is, you know, well, NBC was cool because it was like, they had the studio heads. We were doing table reads. I'm like, oh, right. this is, wow. this is awesome. And then it, it wasn't until, I mean, cause the casting process was, I mean, I got that picking up the phone and, and literally calling around and said, Hey, and they answered the phone. I'm like, Hey, my name's Joe Goddad. I'm a voice actor and I've done this, 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 you, uh, you, you wouldn't happen to be like having auditions for anything or to keep like, you know, a, a, a little like spreadsheet somewhere where you have, you know, actors on file that you want to work with some. And they said, well, we happen to have an audition coming up. So I'm like, Ooh, okay. Okay. So I did an audition from home and then it was yeah. two or three auditions in person and then the callback and then you get cast and then you show up to the, to the first session and they said, Oh, the, the whole show has been recast. You didn't tell you no, but you're still on it. I'm like, Oh, thank you. know, So wow. it, was const- it was constantly tiptoeing around like, oh, dude, am I, am I really doing this? And, you do 18 yeah. episodes and then they, they, they said, you know, they have a meeting. Listen, the studio heads are loving what you're doing, but, uh, they have some issues with the voice. I'm like, okay, well they want that voice, but they just want to take away the nasally. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, so it, you know what? It was really, it was a yeah. real specific thing. Like we just feel like we want to give the poor little mate a tissue. That's what we want to do. I'm like, wait, okay. So you just don't <laughs> like the nasally, they didn't like the nasally in the voice. So I had to come up with a way to do that without the nasalness. And then I had to re-record 18 episodes. I'm like, oh, oh. So I, I had to do an impression of myself. So I was doing all the ADR because they, they animated a lot of it. So right. it was just like, oh, I still got paid for it, which is cool. But it, it's even doing that show, I was like, I wasn't like, oh, I made it. You know, I still don't feel it because everything mm. gets, I've been in, I've been part of big projects that get, you know, canned before they even on. You can never announce it. And like, you're like, oh, this is it. This is it. I'm like, I quickly right. learned to just do the job, collect the paycheck, move on to the next. Don't even think about anything because yeah, that's all. I mean, you just if you dwell on it, you, you just it stresses you to to no end. So you you can't can't think about it. You want to, and then you realize no, you probably shouldn't because you get your hopes up all the time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, absolutely. Did did you want to be an actor, or did you want to just Always. strictly do Always. voice acting? Everything. I mean, I, I started in like independent films and theater and, you know, some okay. TV stuff. And I mean, I grew up in Boston, so there wasn't a huge opportunity for it. But I slowly realized, you know, I, I did some stand up, but I never went as myself. I went once as Joe Goddard, and then I went every other time as a different name. So every time I'd sign up, I'd do like, I'd be working on, you know, like a 10 minute set. And I would do just a different name every time. So like the guys who would come to these, open mics who would also do them with me. They were like, well, what the hell is this guy's name? I think he's <laughs> ripping up Mike Del Vecchio's stuff from last week. And like, I would dress as a different person every time. And I would try really? to work in the impressions. And I, I just, I didn't, I didn't fall in love with that. I love being on stage, but I'm like, I, I, I felt happy doing the impressions on, you know, as far as stand up goes, you know, the, the, even the impressions I do now, it's more of voice doubling. I get to, you know, voice double a lot of like other actors in like, 
you know, movie trailers and stuff, but like, that's like, they need it specific and it has to sound exactly like that person in right. the scene. That's why I'm like hesitant to like, be like, Oh, I do impressions, but like I'm an actor person. And it's, it's so pretentious to say that, but like, I, I'm an actor first and foremost, I happen to do impressions and, yeah. and I, you know, on camera yeah. work was like my dream. And then I realized, you know, you don't have to move to LA. You can have a successful career doing voiceover and, you know, now that the industry has changed so much in the past 10 years, I mean, I haven't left my booth in six, seven years for a job or an audition. Wow. And it's, and it's great. I live, you know, in the, in the, the farmland of Connecticut and it's, it's great. There's no, there's no street lights. It's not loud. It's not, you know, it's just relaxing with zero stress. And, uh, I, I like this more. I really want to, you know, venture out into more on camera work in the future, but for now, I mean, I'm not, I'm having fun. I can be anybody, you know, five, nine, 170 pounds. Wow, I can yeah. literally be anybody I want. That's why I like doing the Arnold stuff. That's why I like doing the, all the other different voices. Cause it's like, you could be whoever you want to be with your voice. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing. I, I was always wondering, you know, how you decided that in your head. And, uh, I mean, you know, you know, you pretty much kind of answered all that stuff. Cause I was wondering how you decided, okay, uh, I'm really, really good at, you know, voice acting and I want to, yep do that and pursue that even, you know, more, uh, more than, uh, I guess on camera acting or, or I guess maybe, yeah. or unless it just happened to be, but with the, with the voice doubling, I completely understand what you're saying. Instead of doing impressions, you're doing like dead on versions of those people. I mean, I guess like, right. like what you're saying for like trailers. So like, uh, if, if a trailer comes out and it has, if, um, a star curses in it and they want maybe a clean version of it, you might do exactly. something like that as well exactly. too. Right. Yeah. Or they, or they, cause I mean, how many times you see a trailer and like, well, that line wasn't in the movie, right? but you know, yeah. they do it a lot where the back, the back is turned towards so they can get away with it. You don't see the lips moving. So they don't have to reanimate that. That's right. always a pain. But I mean, even, even with that stuff, I've been part of pitches, uh, directors have contacted me to help with a pitch, you know, for Arnold and they, they send stuff to Arnold and they, they re edit films that he's been in and they have new lines and they cut a trailer and they'll have me come in and I'll voice Arnold in the trailer. To no way. Like really? Sell, sell the idea to Arnold. So they were, <laughs> you know, incredible. I think what the movie was, but they were trying to, you know, they reanimated the lips and, they had Arnold saying stuff he's never said wow. before and, and they try to pitch it to him. So that's, well, that's pretty cool. It's like they use me as a secret weapon to, to get a movie pitched. I mean, he turned it down. He, he gave it a, he gave it a, he gave it a soft no. It wasn't a hard no. They were like, listen, he enjoyed it. He gave it a soft no. So still, I was like, well, how does incredible. that work? When you do something like that, does he, does he say, wow, that guy, he's like, eh, no, I don't want to do it, but Hey, that guy's really good. I mean, he, he's <laughs> heard, that guy he's sounds heard just... of me. He's, I mean, not maybe my name, but he's seen, like he's had to listen to stuff that I've done, whether or not he likes it, whether or not he pre-approves it. That's, that's, uh, that's beyond me. I have no idea, but I'm like, with a soft, no, how does he give a soft? No. I'm like, was he like, Shh, no, I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like I'm dying. Like, uh, how did, or a hard no, no. No deal. Like, what is he like? I was dying when they were explaining that to me. I'm like, that's that's pretty funny. That's a sketch in and of itself. Like Arnold, that was still too hard. You have to go yeah. softer. Soft no, no was Ryan's nickname in high school. <laughs> Soft no. Like, <laughs> like he sends you an audio recording going no. No, I didn't like it. This is this is crap. 
But then me and my buddies, we have it's on our it's, it's on our Instagram chats and it's on our uh, you know uh, Facebook Messenger chats. We have like we started like Arnold being. A, I started this whole thing. Imagine if Arnold was like afraid to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because you think like back when he was a kid, they had this Austrian monster that he chases people to the bathroom and like, but it was like, we were all doing, we were doing Arnold whispering, like Maria, Maria, shh, Maria, I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to get out of bed. All right, count to three, one, two, three, oh, oh. and he goes to the bathroom and he's just like, oh, I feel great, good. Oh, oh no, I'm on the toilet paper. No, and then the whole thing starts up, so, I mean, there's like, you know, oh, 25, th- and then you wake up the next morning, you see all these messages from your buddy, and you have to, like, catch up on him. You have to listen to all these messages and go, oh, do I want to go through them all now? That's that hysterical. Incredible. Crying. I mean, that would be such an amazing video series of just, like, Arnold speaking out loud. Well, we <laughs> were trying to do it. We were trying Arnold to get an animator to do it. And we were like, <laughs> look at these toes. I mean, this is so funny. <laughs> But like we were dying because we like we could get it animated, but it would just because if he's in bed crawling through the dark, we would just need like animated white eyes through a black background. That's all we would need, and we were right. like, it'd be so funny. It'll be like so the, like the old Pee Wee Herman style. Exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And yeah. so, uh, but we were like, dude, it would like cost nothing to get animated, but you know, we never did it. Oh my god! I think there's um um. Adobe animator, Adobe character animator, uh, just as a side note. And I think it does like a lot of stuff um, for you and it uses your zoom cam. I'm sorry, not zoom camera. It just uses your, your camera on your computer and you can hook it yeah. up so uh, it can mimic your face. So you can, you could actually my, probably create that. Has that. Yeah. My buddy Brock Baker, he does that a lot. He like sends us all these things he works on. I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. How, where'd you get it? He's like, yeah, it's just a program. And that's how he's done like a lot of like cartoons for like, you know, YouTube cartoons. I'm like, that's brilliant. Takes jobs away from animators, which sucks. But <laughs> yeah. when you have no money and you're trying to do stuff, I'm like, oh, it works in a pinch. Yeah. Brock's great. Yeah, he, he does a lot of really, really good, uh, funny stuff as well. Yeah. We're big that's fans awesome. of his you, as well. Do you have a favorite impression? I know you're kind of, your Arnold is, Arnold's is like your bread and butter. Michael J. Fox has always been my favorite to do, I think, just because yeah. I grew up, I was like, I saw Back to the Future. I'm like, I want to do that. Like, not time travel, but like, I, I want to be like in movies <laughs> and like, right, Doc, I want to time travel. Great. No, fine. Like, and it's just, it's that, I just, I don't know. It's just so much fun to do. It's so much fun to yell like him. It's so much fun to, you know, I'm working on a deep fake right now um, that we're putting Michael J. Fox in a, in a, in a movie that I've always wanted to put him in. And I'm so happy we're doing it. We're recutting a, oh, that's awesome. a movie and uh, I, I can't wait to release that with, with my <laughs> that's friend. That's great. Yeah. I love when you, when you say bastard, I mean, that's just, it's hysterical. Cause it just sounds ex- literally like you're taking it from the movie. It oh, sounds... bastards! Yeah. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta go up. Doc, doc. No, it's fine. Great doc. He, um, I don't know if you guys saw Chris, <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, my buddy Josh Gates, he's on Ex- Expedition Unknown on uh, Discovery. He he was working with Christopher Lloyd uh, a couple months back, and he uh, he sends me he sends me a message one day. He's like, "Hey, you got time for a Facetime?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" So Facetime goes off. I'm like, "Josh, what's up, buddy?" He's like, "Hey, somebody wants to talk to you." And Christopher Lloyd grabs the phone, and I'm like, "Whoa, no wait!" Way. It was Doc. I'm like, "It's the Doc," and he's like, "Party, great!" I'm like. Doc, what's going on? You look great. And he's, uh, it was just so cool. He was like, wow. I wasn't even like starstruck. It was just really cool. It was like, 
I respected the guy for so like I became an actor because of him and Michael J. Fox. I was just seeing their chemistry on, on screen. I'm like, man, that would be so cool to do. And he was just like, he was talking to my son and my son, like, is that, is that doc? I'm like, wow. yeah, it's Christopher Lloyd. And he and just, you know, he was doing all the lines from the movie. Like oh, such a gosh. sweet dude. That's Such unbelievable. Cool That's so and like cool. I, when I when I think of Christopher Lloyd, the two things I think is Back to the Future always, and then Roger Rabbit. And I always go, yes. what? Also, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like iconic yeah. character that doesn't get enough recognition. And if you watch Roger yeah. Rabbit now, I mean, he's just he's so creepy and good in it, and yeah. uh, also just another great character that he did. Yeah, he was brilliant. So it was just so cool that he called. I'm like, wow, that just made my year, dude. Man. 2020's been crap. And this is like, whew. And the, I mean, so him cool. him hearing your impression of it, of Michael J. Fox probably also blew him away too. Because I mean, it's again, it's it's just so spot on. Well, that's what Josh said. But I'm like, how many times did those guys hear those voices? They go to a Comic-Con. How many times have people come up to Christopher Lloyd? Hey, Doc. Doc, how you doing, Doc? Yeah. Gotta go back yeah. to the future, Doc. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Less nasally, yeah. please. Right. And he goes, oh. <laughs> Doc, you're the Doc, Doc. Like, you know, it's, oh, it's so funny. It's so, but I'm like, I, I, I don't think I'd ever do, like, voices to the people. It's just weird. Because even stuff I do, you know, I'm known for a bunch of characters in the fan base. Just, you know, they don't call me my name. They just call me the characters. I'm like, ah. It's like, it, like, my ego goes, but my name's Joe, and then but to them, it's, I get it. I but it's just like it's their first time asking. It's my millionth time hearing it today, and you know my DMs are just crazy with like message requests, and I used to respond to every single fan. Like I would take the time every night to respond to everybody, oh and then gosh. it just got creepy because I, I if I respond to you, it doesn't mean we're best friends, gang. It doesn't mean right. we're best friends. It's so, like, oh, yeah, you got. Uh, so I invited Joe over for Thanksgiving this year. Uh, yeah, great, yeah. Uh, great guy. Also, um, you know, I, but I, I didn't technically invite him over. We're showing up to his house with the stuff, but we're great friends, so it'll be fine. He won't mind. <laughs> well, it, it's funny. We we had Mark Summers on, and he Man, was kind of saying the same thing that that yeah, I mean, he's just a great guy. That you know, you want to be the good guy and you want to get to everyone. You really do. But eventually you just, you have to draw the line. You have to say no. And then you're immediately the jerk because well, you drew the, the line. But the it's the like, you're not trying thing. to be a jerk. No, that, and it's, it's a crappy feeling because I've, and I've, and I've come across like a jerk to fans before not even realizing, like just joking or just kind of being funny and like, wow, that Joe got That's a real jerk. I'm like, <laughs> oh, and then, and then you, you end up going to like sleep feeling like crap that night. And then, you roll over in bed, check that person, look at their profile. So you're like, oh man, what did I say? And then, but then you eventually got to realize you, you, you can't please everybody. And then, but I, you know, I, I like to, I don't want people to think I'm a jerk. You know, I have my bad days too. And we all do, but it's a, as a crappy feeling yeah. to, to get to that point And, and, you know, just, I, I just want to be cool to everybody and I'm not going to be cool to everybody. I know. I know that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ryan and I want to be known as jerks because we want actual, yeah. um, anybody to know us so we don't care if it's a, uh, they know us as a, right. a jerk or just a, we're trying not to get yeah. famous very yeah. hard in fact it's, it's right. working <laughs> well with cancel culture i mean did you hear what joe said did you hear it right like no like well jason said this yeah. Yeah. Um, well no it's you took it out of context yeah. and i said it 13 years ago when i was like <laughs> 10 like yeah. you know like it's so yeah but 13 stupid. years ago i mean that matters today 
and you're like, ah, why? Well, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird, yeah. silly it, uh, time, and it's a silly also uh, topic whenever we discuss all that stuff like that. Uh, well, yeah, because people also, it's it's odd what people um, think makes you a good person to begin right. with. Like, you know, I've I've run into friends that are like, oh, I, you know, I, I met so and so. I'm like, oh, cool. What were they like? And they're like, oh my god, they were so nice. I saw them in the street. I said, hey, I'm a big fan. They said, thank you so much. And then I'm like, all right. And then what else happened? And they're like, that was it. Aren't they were just so kind? I'm like, well, that's that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, okay, that was nice of them to say hi, but that doesn't mean they're like amazing. Right. And then you know, then that same person would be like, oh, they were so terrible. I said. You're, I'm a big fan. They said thanks so much, and they walked away. Can they didn't stay there? for a half hour and invite to me to around. Yeah, like, like he didn't kiss me. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I've been through airports with with other friends who are like famous, and well, with friends who are famous, not other like besides myself. I know I've never gotten recognized in the street, which is fine really? by me. But you know, I've never. I've never oh. no, well, number one, we That's all wear surprising. masks now. But like number two, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I no, nobody's nobody's ever ever recognize me on the street um, well i guess but, i mean if you are living in connecticut in the middle of nowhere like you said then i guess there's yeah. many I people mean, even on the like street when i go to new but... york city you know, i've been in new york city a few times to do some pilots like yeah. you know the, in the past you know whatever and, and nobody's ever nobody's ever recognized oh, that's like, surprising but you know you go you go through airports with you know famous friends with i'll do comic cons and you know we'll, we'll all hang out we'll get take a flight together or whatnot I mean, yeah. I just keep going. Nobody notices me, and everybody's, you know, can I get your autograph? Hey, can I get a picture? I'm, I'm like, how do you do it? He's like, that's just, you know, it's just part of the job. What are you going to do? Right. And yeah, wow. it's, yeah. it's just frustrating to them. I get it, but no, thank well, you. No, but thank you do, you. but you yeah. do um, appearances, you know, as, as well, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, those are fun. Yeah. Those are fun, but it's not like, I'm not like a big draw. I get, you know, I'm there for a certain fan base, and I get that. Like, but it's, uh, I don't have a manager for cons. I, I pitch myself to the producers of the convention. Again, it comes back to just hustling. I, I, you know, pitch myself. I show them, you know, this is, these are all the games and the, the animated series I've been a part of and yeah. all this stuff. And they're like, okay, yeah, we, we got room for you. This, you know, we'll pay you there. And they, they fly out, they give you food. You yeah. Well, that, I mean, I mean that's the anything. amazing you part. Literally don't pay. It's great. And I get to meet people. That's like my favorite yeah, I like to meet the fans. I like to talk to them. I I, I want to learn about them. Like, what do you what do you like about what we do? What don't you like? So we can improve on it. It's just it's a good excuse to go meet people and you know put some smiles on people's faces and and you know get out there. It's it's just it's, it's better than sitting in a booth all day. It, you know, it gets it gets lonely. So it's like yeah. people. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it must be. It's got to be really really gratifying to see these fans of yours. You know who who hear your voice or recognize your voice from this cartoon or this video game or this show um, yep. and just seeing them in person, you know, it's, it's, and, and uh, since, you know, you're such like a talented and big voice actor um, versus, you know, like a, a screen actor being people being able to see you and put that face to the voice. I feel like right. it always sometimes weirds me out when like, Oh wow, that's the person who does that. And then for you, for you to be on the other side and people to see you, it must feel good though. You know, it's got to feel good for the fans oh, to good. be able to see it you. Feels great. But it, it also comes back to like, they don't recognize me unless I have the banner behind me with my face next to all the characters. So you sit there 
like you know you you sometimes feel like a dog in the window that people are just kind of browsing <laughs> like do I want you no and it's there like you're I'm, I'm next to like some big names and like you know, I'm, you know, I'm there. There's a bunch of Walking Dead people, and then there's me. It's like, nah, I'm good with him. Oh my god, can I get your eye? Can you hold the camera? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese. Yeah, but we and, we've uh, spoke to oh like uh, Rob Paulson, right? And he has, I I think, a similar yeah. um, sort of thing. And and you know, he's done against some major cartoons. Uh, you know, in my lifetime, you know, from Animaniacs and Ninja yeah. Turtles, and. I feel like he might. Again, I don't know, but he might get the same sort of thing. But then when people do realize who you are, then they're like, oh, yeah, then their wow, face their face, like, oh my God, their face nearly explodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah, it's a it's weird. It's a surreal thing. Yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's a mystery. A job. It's just a job we did for, you know, an hour. It was an hour out of our time and we went on to the next project and you, you never know. You do something and then the internet blows up and like. Oh wait, you did this, this guy. And I mean, I did five nights at Freddy's video game you know, right. a few years ago. And I, yeah. I, I had never heard of five nights at Freddy's, never heard of it. You'd see them, you know, you'd walk by target and, and you see some of the figures on the ship, but I, I didn't know what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I get cast. And as soon as I got cast, all the fans heard about it and, and they start, you know, I, I just got all these followers and, and like, Holy crap. I had right. no idea how big this franchise was. And that kind of like, put me on the next level in terms of like the fandom, you know, it hasn't really like, you know, it's not, I mean, it's nothing to brag about. It's a video game. I'm very proud of the work I did, but it, you know, it was one of those things. I, I have never played the game. I've never, you know, watched any of the stuff. It's like, I'm like, I feel just weird sometimes. Cause I don't really watch the stuff I do. I don't listen to it. I record it. I had fun cause it's acting. And then that's the gratification I get. And then you get paid on top of that, which is awesome. You go on to the next job and then you yeah. find the next work and then, but, uh, well, it makes sense. You know, I, I, mean, I do, I, I do love it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because you, that, you know, again, you're an actor and that's your job. Your job is to do that. Yeah. Not like, you know, fall in love with one of the characters. It's to move on to the next one. But the, the special place is always when those fans again, uh, can see you and, put that voice to the thing i i just remember like you know i'm a giant fan of the simpsons and and whenever i you know search youtube or whenever i even before youtube and i'd find out who did the voice for what and i'm like what no way that's what that person looks like and it's just one of those feelings that you're like no way i grew up watching this so now the people who grew up playing five nights at freddy like you know will uh, if they if they don't know you right now eventually you know they would grow you know grow up to find out who did it um, and then even right. as they get older and have their own kids and uh, have them play the game, they will also get to know you and then, you know, may see you at uh, wherever and then, you know, get to put that voice with the face and they'll also be, you know, really surprised and excited to see you. And I think, you know, that's just such a a big deal and uh and also the free food that you get from all the from all the uh, events well that's yeah that's the, <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to overshadow free that. food and it's the honestly it's like the faces when when their parents come up to me because a lot of that fan base is, is you know on the younger side they're not driving themselves to go right. to cons and their parents sure and you see their parents shelling out all this money for like autographs and i'm like oh my goodness like it, to, to see that their kids are into something and then seeing the parents supporting the kids that's what just, that blows me away. It just makes me feel so good. And to just, to, you know, it's the appreciate, I mean, everybody likes to be appreciated, but just this, just to know that like, 
I was somewhere that somebody got to smile because yeah. not because they met me just because they got to have that experience and their parents always come up to me, thanking me for the experience. And it's like, well, that's why we do it. You know, yeah, you get paid for being there, but that's not the reason why we're there. We're there to, to put smile. We're, we're entertainers. We just want to put yeah. smiles on people's faces, let them forget about the, the, you know, the crappy stuff in the world. And that's it. We're not curing cancer or anything. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's really fun. And that's the gratifying thing I get. And then that's the way I have to remember that every time, you know, I, I do something as me and the yeah. people just go, well, what would Mr. Hippo say about that? Or, oh, Mr. Hippo dropped the F-bomb. I'm like, well, no, Joe, <laughs> Joe got that, dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> Mr. Hippo, number one, I would never like do anything to jeopardize that fan base and that right. You right. Know, franchise because I'm not going to drop the F-bomb or, or in any of the characters that wouldn't drop the F-bomb, you know? Right. <laughs> Unless, you know, it called for that, but it's, it's, yeah, that's the only, I think that's the only frustrating thing that gets to me, but then it's just like, dude, just check your ego, shut up, shut up and enjoy it. Like, but yeah. yeah. You know. And the free food. Yeah. And, and the, and free, the food. food. You cannot forget about the Tell food. Tell us more about that food, Joe. Food. Um, so <laughs> were they bagels or salads? Or? Oh, oh, no. Interesting. I mean, they, and they'll take like Starbucks orders and stuff. I'm like, really? Ooh. And then I'm just like, you know, just give me, give me a grande. I'm not going to go with the venti. Just small and just, and just maybe like a sandwich. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but when Chick-fil-A catered, oh right. my, like, I'm like, give me like yeah, 20 sandwiches. Like, I'll take five. Yeah, I mean, you're in the green room. Extra to you go? can literally grab whatever you want. It's amazing. Right. <laughs> and I'm just, you ever get caught yeah, grabbing like, too I much? Six no, honey like, what are they going to say? I got the celebrity badge on. Come on. Do you even know who I am? <laughs> you know, I'm really Leave your Arnold. Chicken in your Arnold bag. actually just, he's, he's the body double. Yeah. I double, I double. <laughs> <laughs> you've been I mean, doubling you as his voice this entire time he really sounds like hey guys exactly. i'm arnold but exactly. uh, it's been you for the whole yeah <laughs> you go up to arnold and i'm just sitting next to him like like a, like a ventriloquist yeah. i mean it's fantastic <laughs> i mean you could be here you're the bobby build here and then i take a sip of water and you hear it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> so one of those bad hey guys, 90s dates let me tell you something we're gonna body build First of all, <laughs> I mean, first of all, uh, it was great. And we're like, we uh, knew it. Richard Simmons? I could have called that. <laughs> yeah. But all that makes me think of, to your point before about, you know, it's it's just to seeing to see the support and how it makes other people feel, what your voice does and the characters you portray. Um, and again, I don't know too much about the app, so maybe you could talk on it, but that kind of makes me think of, of what you do and what people celebrities do on Cameo, where you can go and seek someone like yourself out and yeah. say, Hey, you know, would love to send a, a, you know, a pick me up to a buddy of mine. And, and he, you know, he loves your, your Arnold or he loves your, your Marty McFly. Yeah. And, and you like, it, it can't feel any more personal than that. But <laughs> well, it, I'm sure you get some silly messages, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. seems so cool that someone would choose you as their like their gram, yeah. like their candy. It, gram. It's their, really cool. Uh, you know. It's really, and like, they're like, dude, have at it. Just, you need some motivation as Arnold. And like, you can say literally whatever you want. Sometimes you go overboard. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's great, but like other times, like I, I'm growing a beard right now, so it's like the the AI on the technology and all the deepfake stuff that I put on my face, it won't pick up my face properly. So I just I put that on the back burner. But I used to do like custom messages for people as Arnold, and like when I have a clean shaven face, it morphs to my face perfectly, so I could just do whatever I wanted as Arnold and pump people up and 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 do. It's like it's fun. It's because you get to pretend to be somebody else. Obviously, they couldn't afford something from Arnold, so they'll afford something from, you know, 
Arnold Arnold Light. So it's it's great. <laughs> Light. <laughs> More Arnold than Arnold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just half the calories, <laughs> half the fat, so you can eat twice as much. I mean, there's no two ways about it. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> that's my slogan. That's oh, Arnold. You, Diet Arnold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it is half the fat, I guess we could eat twice. He's right. Yeah. Well, it, it is funny. Do you find that the technology evolves your impression itself? Because yes. you know yeah, the it, deep, it, the deep fake stuff. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Because like I, I, I had a new a new station in, in uh, an NBC station in Vermont. They did a story on me, and they wanted to know about you know my thoughts on deep fake, which it, you know it, it's very disturbing and scary what can be done with right. the stuff, and they have AI for voice. But if that's not there, you can still tell it's it's synthesized and it's and it's a computer. There's no human emotion behind it on the inflections and the pausing. It still sounds fake. But I believe just as you know, Andy Serkis as Gollum and 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 Mowgli, and they use they use those motion captures. So you have mocap actors. I really think they're going to have deep fake actors in the future. Right? Oh, for so sure. Somebody yeah. who can physically do the voice and the performance. And the mannerisms, because stuff like that can't be faked yet. They're gonna have, you know, you know, eventually Arnold's gonna die. We're all we're all gonna die. What? If you want legacy characters? If I know you didn't yeah. know that. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Joe, we weren't gonna tell him. Thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this interview's over. Oh, started early. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Jason's like, dead. We can't, we can't die. It's black. Yeah. What's all um, that cheering in the back? <laughs> oh God. But uh, no, I mean, like they're gonna have legacy characters. Obviously, they're gonna. I know for a fact they'll continue with the Terminator franchise and stuff like that. And they're gonna want to have Arnold in different stuff. So right. people like me could be hired to kind of take that legacy on. Obviously, I'm never gonna be. 6'2", 225 pounds, pure muscle. That's just not going to happen. But I can do the mannerisms. And that comes back to the deep fake. Seeing it on your face, it doesn't necessarily act as a crutch to sell the impression. It enhances the impression. Because when I'm dressed up as Marty McFly with Michael J. Fox's you know, face on mine, I can do the mannerisms. I can talk about uh, November 5th, 1955, and all oh, the eyebrows go up and the head tilts and the, the hands are like, it, it completes the whole character. And that's what's so... It, you know, it's fascinating about the whole deep fake. It just it it it, it's, it just brings you in a whole new 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 realm of possibility. Right? Because I mean, before it's it's like you know everyone would always say, oh, if you close your eyes, it sounds like you're with you know right. Michael J. Fox or yeah. this person that because you know we didn't have that technology. But I I remember you had done a uh, you used to do a Bill Paxton a vine series where you use like this face morph and that would make so your crap. mouth and forehead so big. Right. It was just so crappy, but, but that made it better. Oh yeah. And then, and then I would just do Bill Pack. Bill Paxton is like one of my favorite actors of all time. He's just, Oh my God. Oh, he's just, and it, I, the impression was so exaggerated, but that's what made it fun. It wasn't. Until that's I, what I loved about it. It was, it was just like, Oh, me and Helen Hunt. Oh, our chemistry on stage and on film, you can cut that shit with a knife, man. Like, and you'd watch it and you'd be like, oh, God. But then I saw Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe was very close with Bill Paxson. I saw him do an impression on Joe Rogan uh, talking about um, Bill Paxton. And it, oh, yeah, Rob Lowe was doing Bill Paxton. He was, I think, he, he came talking about Titanic 
and he brought them all the way down like that. And I'm like, that is how that is Bill Paxton. It's not always yelling, wow. game over, man. <laughs> oh, Jim's taking me down to see Titanic. We go next Thursday. And that's how he kind of sounded in True Lies. So that's like, my favorite, right? Do yeah. a Bill Pat. Oh, my God. True Lies is so good. The vet gets him wet. <laughs> <laughs> and what about their husbands? Dickless. It's face the man. If they took care of business, I'd be out of business. <laughs> what an idiot. Oh, my God. I love that. That's one of the best. That's one of my favorite Arnold movies. Oh, it's so oh, funny. It really Absolutely. is one of the best movies. That and um, uh, Last Action Hero. Uh, I think. Oh my right. God! It's so underrated. I'm on the brown swagger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's a great point about Bill Paxton. Do you ever f- find that you're um, trapped in a specific tone of, yeah. uh, of an actor? Yeah. No. It, you it, know, it, like oh, I can only do them monotone, or I can only do them yelling. The same thing. Yeah. Tom Hanks. I have to do exaggerated Tom Hanks. It's a very. It, and that's a hard thing to do. Steve Carell is the same thing. I wish I could do a really good Steve Carell, but I just do the angry. I don't, I don't like it. And, and, I, and you get stupid, like <laughs> over the top, like Tom Hanks. No, 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 no. You shut up. Shut up. Bud, bud, you do shut up. And that's all I can do. I can't do, I can't do the, well, that's my mission. I can kind of do like low Tom Hanks, but I can't. So you got to pick what are your strengths of that and kind of emphasize that to sell the illusion on that. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's all tricks to use. Is there also, do you ever find that you're like, all right, I nail, I got it. Like I finally mastered this one, but then there's a few words specifically that you just can't use those words with that voice. You can't find the voice in certain words. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't say refrigerator as yeah, Tom well, Hanks, no, or was, I can't say was, uh, basket. There was one, what was I trying? I was trying to say library. What was it? Li- library, li- library. I think it was library with, with as Arnold. I couldn't. And when I have to say library with Arnold, I have to say it slow. Ah. I want to go to the library. I want to go to the library. <laughs> Not, I want to go to the library. library. So I go, oh, biblioteca. All right, you go there. Like, so I have to like get my point across in another way. So yeah, there's words that trip me up that I just can't, you know, and I'm from Boston. And like, if I'm, if I'm, if, if I'm back in Boston at a bar, this is exactly how I'm going to sound. Like I have a thick Boston accent. If I'm not, I'm not hiding it, you know? So it's, that comes out a lot in like commercials that when, when I'm, you know, I had a session yesterday in my normal voice and I kept, I kept saying like bottle or, 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 or car. I forget what I said. It was one of those. I could really, and it, and it sneaks out. And when I try to hide it and I try to over, over, you know, pronounce things, it comes out Canadian. So that, and it's, it's just really weird. So, and, and that's the problem with doing all these stupid voices. Sometimes I'm like, Crap. All right. What's normal? Get down to normal, normal voice. This is how I usually sound when I'm pronouncing my R's. And now this is how I sound. Okay. And then you have to start over and recalibrate everything. Wow. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I did, what did I, I did? I was hired to do all like the Batman begins casino games. Cause Christian Bale wasn't available. So they hired me. Wow. And I was talking like Christian Bale for two or three days no straight. Hi, this is Bruce Wayne. I was sort of talking like this. Alfred's, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. So I was, you had the sibilance. So you had the sibilance. Hi, this is Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's a character. And I started, so I had a list. So I, I couldn't get rid of that right. list. So I had to like not talk for like two days. It was over the weekend. I kind of just, you know, was just relaxing my mouth. Cause you know, I don't know if it was fatigue or my tongue was cramping up. It was, it was really annoying. I couldn't stop talking like it. 
And yeah, so like, wow, it, it becomes a problem sometimes. I mean, it's never been like debilitating, but you know, you, you do, you, I, I have to constantly think if, if I'm just doing my normal Boston accent, I don't have to think at all, you know, and then you have to do maybe 20% thinking, pronouncing the R's. And then when you go do a character voice, then you've got to be like a hundred percent thinking as that. Ca- so it, it's mentally, it's exhausting, but if you do it enough, it, it becomes second nature. Well, what's interesting about that is your impression, um, that I've heard that's on your website, actually one of your reels of uh, Christian Bale, the joke you make in that impression is that people can't tell what nationality he is yeah. because sometimes he he speaks very American uh-huh. with an American accent, and then he slips into his. Uh, I think he's is he. Um, he's English. Is he he's English. I don't even know. He's English. He's English. Yeah. He's, <laughs> but do you? So, but yeah. It's, it's, right. But you yourself, you're so that happens to you. All, you kind of in your everyday life, you're like, wait a minute, I'm not speaking like Joe. Right, I'm, and that's that's <laughs> why, like, when I had that Mr. Hippo character in Five Nights at Freddy's, I was like, all right, the, I forget the, the description. Like, he was sounding like an old grandfather just rambling. And every guy in Boston, I grew up. Hey, Joseph, what's going on there, brother? How you doing, buddy boy? Who are you? So I, <laughs> you know, I did it like this, and it was sort of Boston. It was sort of you know New York, and he would say, you know. Uh, it was Thursday. I took him to the to, to the to the to the to the doctors on Thursday. Thursday, it's more New York, you know. But if I was going to go down there yesterday, Tuesday, I you know I went to the I went to the barbershop on Tuesday. That's like a Boston <laughs> thing. So I would mix it. So it doesn't matter what I because if I'm playing another character, Joe Gaudet isn't messing up. That character's messing up. So there's a there's a comfort to that. So that's why I, I enjoy playing the other characters, but me because. You're hiding behind it. You, it doesn't matter if they screw up. Nobody else knows, you know. So there, there's, yeah. you know, it, it's a, it's a constant, you know, mind, you know, exercise of I have to think, and that's why if I'm just like relaxing with my buddies, I don't have to think. All right, you, you got to drop the Boston accents because nobody's gonna understand you half the time. So it's, wow, yeah, yeah, it's 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 not stressful, but it's just one of those an extra thing I got to think of. You know, especially in the industry, nobody's going to hire me because I mean, when I first started, oh, everybody's a Boston accent. I mean, that's good. That's who I am. Like, what are you, Ben Affleck? No, like, stop. Like, you know, which I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. I wanted to be him when I was a kid. So it was just like, all right, now, why don't you be a big boy and, and learn how to do stuff on your own? Oh, okay. I got it. Okay. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, like, do you ever sort of take, uh, you know, any of those. I, I, it's funny because I don't want to call them impressions because they're they're more than that. But I guess I'm going to have to. Um, but do you ever take any of those impressions? No, and have you ever like you know answered the phone when a telemarketer has called or uh, sort of stuck in that I, impression? I do it or... every, if I know it's a telemarketer, because uh, you can see the number, and I, I I always I go, <laughs> "Hello, this is Arnold. How can I help you?" And they, there's nothing, and you just hear like silence. And I always say. Maria, is a deal. And this is baby. You know, I do stuff like that. That's, but it's just like half the comments I get on like the impression videos. You gotta go to the drive-through and do the. I'm like, oh, I'm 36 years old, guys. I, I got other stuff to do. I'm not gonna be that that one man doing 30,000 impressions in under you know five seconds. That's not my thing, and I don't want to just make yeah. YouTube videos. Like I, I got, I, I want to work. Not right. to say that YouTube video isn't working. I'm just saying, but like I have other stuff I'm doing. So. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I I was just always wondering if you did that or like you know called up a restaurant or anything like that. And and uh, I, I've done it. I've done it twice. I've done it. I've gotten a table in New York City as Ice T, and I've gotten a table wow. uh, as Arnold. 
But I never, I never say like, I never go, yo, what up, man? This is Ice-T. Do me a favor, man. My friend Joe got that's coming. Do me a favor, man. Hook him up with a table, all right? And then you do that. But like, the man, that cat's going to take care of the bill, man. He owes me one. So like, I'll take care of the bill because I'm not going to use for free food. But <laughs> Yeah, right. No way. And I've called So up, that worked. Oh, I, I, the Arnold one was, I forget what restaurant it was, but I was like, um, hi, my name is Michael Del Vecchio. I'm the personal assistant to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, we're in town. We're shooting a you know promo thing for NBC. Um, we're going to be coming in. Um, <laughs> we can't make it, but a friend of his, uh, could you maybe give him a table? His name is Joe Goddett. And actually, hold on for a second, okay? Yeah, what does he want? Uh, can you just talk to him for a second? <laughs> yeah, sure. Hi, listen, this is Arnold. And my friend Joe is coming in tonight with his wife. And if I give him a table, it doesn't have to be the best one, right? Just, you know, do it. And, and, and I just do that quick. And then I show up, hey, how's it going? You know, they treat you like, they don't give you anything extra, but it's no like, way. I've done that once. But it's just like, that's harmless. That is stuff. incredible. I'm not going to, I'm not going yeah. expo- to you know, exploit the guy. But, you right. know, or in bathrooms. Oh, yeah. I do that every now and then. Like <laughs> in bathrooms. <laughs> Last time I was in LA, I've only been to LA once. So I was in the bathroom. Uh, I forget where we were in some Beverly Hills hotel and I'm in there and like a bunch of people came in and then I was just like, Oh, I can't believe it. The worst diarrhea. This is, it is. You know, it's like, just, just to see if you get a laugh out of somebody. You see that next, next day on TMZ. Like, oh my God. Arnold is at the Beverly Hilton right now. And he has massive diarrhea. And you show up and, <laughs> and like, he's announcing it. TMZ is outside. Yeah. Arnold, how's the diarrhea? I mean, it's very wet. I've wiped like 18 times. <laughs> I mean, there's no stopping. <laughs> He's yelling at his own yeah. ass. Stop it. Corked. Stop it. Come on. Uh, oh, uh, my God. I awesome. mean, you to sleep. I cannot stand up. Let me try to stand up harder. <laughs> I, I wish I was in that bathroom <laughs> so bad. Those, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. I'm also dying laughing at the thought of if you called the restaurant as iced tea. And then showed up as yourself and still spoke to me like, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's me. It's your boy. I did, that, I did that to Gucci. I never showed up, though. I did it to Gucci when I lived in Boston. The, the, the Natick collection was this big, you know, uh, mall, but they had really high end. They had like Gucci. And I'm like, yo, what up, man? We're shooting, this, you know, seeing that mono to SBU. And I'm like, I'm like, could I get some clothes? And like, because Gucci, they have all custom. Like, they don't actually keep clothing in store, right. but they can ship it from like the New York store, wherever it was. Yeah. And I didn't know that. So they're like, you know, we'll, sh- we'll shut this, we'll shut the store down and blah, blah, blah. And I felt <laughs> bad after I hung up. So I called like 20 minutes later as the personal assistant saying, listen, we, we had something fall through. We're going to end up shooting in Manhattan. We really apologize. Cause like, I'm thinking, what if they <laughs> shut down the store and one of their like employees came right. to meet ice tea? Maybe they got into a car accident on the way there. Like I, I just have too much of a conscience and I, your mind, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I, I, right. it's, you know, harmless prank calls is one thing, but not, uh, yeah, not if, not right. if, right. You know, but when you show up, you could have always or, said it is me iced tea, but I, uh, C E D T E A. And you technically <laughs> didn't lie. <laughs> you, you know, and you technically didn't lie. You, 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 you'd say, hey, you were changed a- my name. I have a buddy at the, at the, at the DMV <laughs> who just gave me a new license really quick. <laughs> I spent so That'd much awesome. money just to, just, to, just for a joke. 
And you were like, hey, you guys were under the impression that I was iced tea. That's not on, that's on you. Yeah, man, that's oh, on God. you. And I am Woody Stupid and Cat's Crazy. <laughs> the iced tea, it kills me. I remember you had you had a video recently of doing a bunch of impressions, but potty talk. And it was, <laughs> you were like, you went poo poo on my pee pee. People, people get so mad at that. like, why do you always talk about poopoos and peepees? I'm like, because it's funny. It's called, yeah. being, like, it's called jokes. <laughs> like, I just, I just, literally just put, my wife got so mad at me. I was doing like, and now things Arnold would would never say, but I'll say it because I can do his voice. <laughs> and my wife is off to the side and she just yells poop. Like, just being funny because she's like trying to mess me up. And I was like, I have the seven urge to stick my dick on the, on the stove right now. And she got so, <laughs> she got so mad. And I posted it because I, I just, my facial expression, she just, she got so, she goes, as soon as I posted, why do you do things like that? Because it's funny. Like, I don't work at a place that somebody's going to get mad at that. Like, that's, you think I'm not going to get hired in, in a Coca-Cola commercial because I, I was Arnold Schwarzenegger saying I want to stick my dick on the stove? Yeah. I don't think so. No. If anything, <laughs> you get more from it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get yeah. laughs from it and then more gigs. It's uh, pe- as long yeah, as you it's don't funny because do people it. misinterpret yeah, no, it. Exactly. You know, they're like, hey, wait a second. Are you telling me you got work from saying stick your dick in a stove? Damn it. You know, yeah. and you're like, well, yeah, I did. Now, sign me up. Pick up Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. Retailer today. It's great. I remember one time, uh, <laughs> me and my buddies, we saw Ice Tea in a Burger King years ago in Manhattan. It was re- a very long time ago. We were kids back then. And my friend uh, said, I'm going to call him Puff Daddy because that's when he was called Puff Daddy at the time. Oh. And he kept calling him that till he got mad. And he's like, Yo, man, stop calling me that. And he was like, What? I, I, can I get your autograph, uh, Puff? <laughs> I forgot what he said. It was something along like that, but he was so mad. It was him uh, and uh, Coco were there. He's like, do I look like I'm flexing my rolling, waving my rolling in the sky, waving side to side while I keep my hand high? No, yeah. I don't think so. And I go, wait, that was, now I'm confused. And then he's like, oh my Puff God. Daddy, why are you at Burger King? And he's just like, man, more money, more problems, man. Good stuff is cheap anyway. <laughs> and, I, and then he looked into a camera that wasn't there, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he did a self yeah, freeze frame. Yeah, he froze frame. He freeze frame till uh, they they brought in a stretcher and wheeled him out. Uh, he didn't die. He was alive, but they, he was frozen in time. Well, I, a quick question about I know circling back to the beginning, but when you said that stand up, you just didn't really feel the love for it, and it's interesting because there I feel like there are so many people that get on stage with good impressions. And they're just like, this is going to be my act. Yeah, and, and I did, they don't I realize didn't, that you know you got to write. Yeah, it. and yeah. I, I wrote some funny bits, and but it's just like, I, I my mind was just like, uh, just do the impressions, and I'm like, I mean, I, I always wanted to be on SNL, so the impressions would be cool. But then I'm just like, I don't want to limit myself because like I'm an actor, I can act. Like I don't want to just be that dude yeah. doing impressions. And and people, you know, always ask me. I mean, I do really good impressions. Uh, how do I get into voiceover? I'm like, probably like 5% of the work I do as a voice actor is impressions or like voice doubling. Like most of the work I do is in my own voice. And, you know, I, I don't want to pigeonhole myself, but like, you know, people see me on TikTok, they're just like, oh, this guy does impressions and sketches and stuff like that. And, and they just think that's what voiceover is. And that's just, that's just not the case. Wow. Cause I know, I mean, Jason does some voiceover work too. Yeah. So I, I mean, 
I, I never really talked to him about it because um, this is the only time we speak to each other. But um, <laughs> yeah, Ryan and I don't speak other, uh, yeah. outside this podcast. No. Second, this is over. That's, that's it. it. Radio yeah, silence yeah, completely. Yeah. It, this is so, all Joe. I want to thank you for getting uh, Ryan and I together. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you're welcome. That's what I do. But do you, when you when you audition, <laughs> do you send both? Do you send your reel of your impressions and kind of um, no, other you know commercials you've done or, or like shows or just games. auditions? I just send obviously the, like the audition reads, but like in terms of like marketing and trying to get people like marketing, I, yeah, that's I, what I always mean. ask them. I, I ask them like, well, what, which demos do you want? I'll just send my commercial demo, and uh, that's usually what they want. And you know, in my email signature, it has all my details. So if they want to look, they'll just click on it and go, oh wow, there's Kyle. Gotcha. So those, they, you know, because I don't want to oversell myself. I don't want to be like, hey, I also do this, 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 this. It's one of those things like right. they, they want it. They'll, they'll, and, I mean, a lot of the, and this is a good tip for anybody listening. A lot of the work that I get, one of my biggest clients, I took one of their commercials and I, I downloaded it legally, of course, wink, wink. And, uh, I dubbed it over. It was like, they did a Doritos commercial and I dubbed it over as Arnold commentary. So I just did just like, that's great. And just recording like, I mean, this guy's eating Doritos. He's absolutely going to get diarrhea. <laughs> and then he's got white pants. He's going to wipe all of the dust all over there. So, and they, they thought it was funny. And they were like, wow, <laughs> what else do you do? And then they realized, and like, that's one of my biggest clients. And they, they send me work all the time. So you got to think outside the box how to get work and not just rely on the auditions or the casting sites or, or whatever. So gotcha. that's fantastic. So it's kind of like jazzing up your resume it, in a way, exactly. it in a different way. And, and yeah. wow. Oh, get your foot cool. in the door like that. I do want to ask you about um, video games. So, like, you're you're getting these video games and uh, like Five Nights and and Family Guy, uh, Family Guy. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Yeah, it was Family Guy, the Quest for Stuff. It's like you know they're like the mobile game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So so you're get, you're getting these things, and what's that like? Are you are, were you a big, big video game fan at some point in your life? Yeah, I mean, when uh, I was did a you kid, ever play video games yeah. and were you like, wow, to be a part of them? Yeah, I mean, I, I've never, like, I never thought about it as a kid. I think the last time I owned a video game console was Wii. It was a Nintendo Wii, and I think it was like back in like 20, oh, wow. 2009. Like, I just, okay. I don't play video games. Like, I mean, it's not that I'm not a gamer, it's just A, I don't have time. And B, I just like, yeah. it just, I mean, it interests me, but I just like, it's not something, it's not a priority. You know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, eventually we'll probably get one because, you know, my kids are getting old. I guess, you know, my son's six, and my daughter's four. So like he's getting to the point where he's just going to want something. So, but like, right. I, I never thought right. about it and, and video games are fun, but it's not, it's not like the fun people. Th- it's, it's very repetitive recording them. It's because you don't know the to- the context in which you're, you're reading. You're just reading a big spreadsheet with line after line after line in some direction. And, or you just going like, Hey, let's, uh, let's take a walk in here and see what we can find. No, this key's not going to open that door. Let's try the window down the hall. So like you're, you're constantly saying these things. You don't get why you're saying them. You, you, you know, you say it every which different right. way. And then at the end of the session is all the yells and the grunts. Like I, I do like, I've done like a lot of military apps and uh and uh mech warrior five mercenaries was like the last oh, wow. like console game it was just so much yelling you know it was a british soldiers you know talking like this the whole time mate and you know gravelly and it wrote doing all this and and then and then at the end you know we gotta go mate so let's go let's go and like you yeah and it's, just, <laughs> it's the voice is constricting enough and then you got to do all your yells oh, and screams man. and that is just like uh but 
it's still yeah it still beats sitting in a freaking cubicle like wanting to blow your brains out so sure <laughs> yeah, yeah you absolutely. get to yell I yeah. mean, that's what yeah. everyone in the cubicle wants to do yeah yeah you get to pretend to blow your brains out in a video game <laughs> but no do do you have your kids have your kids like do they know exactly what you do they, or are they I too mean, young right now no they do but they i think they see like they see like when i walk down the hall of the recording studio they're like oh, you going to the studio yeah yeah are you going to record? you want us to be quiet? I mean, you don't have to be real quiet because I mean, the booth, you know, deadens all the sound, but kind of go to the other end of the house if you're going to be running and like right. throwing stuff. But um, <laughs> they get it, but they kind of do. They kind of don't. They know that I do voices, but like I also don't walk around the house doing voices all day. Like dad just does his thing in the booth and he comes out and one or two times, you know, a voice might come out that I'm just like working on just because. You know, you just practicing something. Right. But I think, you know, people just think I go around the house just doing voices all day. And it's just, I mean, I'm dad <laughs> and I'm Joe, you know, half the time pissing my wife off anyway. So the voices, <laughs> you know, I don't need the voices. But like, it's, uh, you know, they, they get what I do. And I, I'd like to get them into it. Not not so much like, oh, you're going to be in the family business. I don't care what they do as long as they're happy and they make money. I, that's, yeah, that's all I care about. But like, right. I'd like to get them in it as like, you know, a side income. As yeah. we grow, I mean, cause if they can make, you know, between now and when they're in high school, if they can make 50 grand saved up, I mean, that's totally freaking possible. Totally possible. So, Oh yeah. They so good. Amazing. Side hustle. And then while they, when they go to college, if that's what they want to do, it all will be paid. And you know, I'm, we've started like 529 in college funds for them anyway. So it's like, we, I just want my kids to get ahead. That's all I want. I just, have them yeah. have a head start and that's you know that's why i work so hard so i can you know do that yeah. so they have that opportunity but like you know if they want to do it fine but they don't i mean they they get it but they don't have the full extent of what i do they know like are you the terminator like i've showed my son terminator too and he's like is that you <laughs> he's asked that but i'm like no 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 <laughs> there's the t1000 advanced prototype <laughs> and he's like oh okay okay <laughs> Why does he run so weird? I don't know, dude. That's just the way he does it. <laughs> why? Why? Going, yeah. why? why? Be- because. Why? Because you can't go around killing people, okay? I order you not to go. <laughs> John, I have to go to the bathroom, please. <laughs> the deleted scenes. I want to see that yeah, director's yeah. cut. It was all the deleted scenes where Arnold had to eat and use the restroom. <laughs> His, his robot. John, I have to tinkle. <laughs> he's got he's guzzling oil and then draining the oil. Like, I guess him asking John for like if he like if he can just get like a light snack, maybe some chips or salsa. <laughs> yeah, John, and, and then and then to keep them keep redoing that part with Wolfie. <laughs> Your foster yeah. parents are dead. I'm right here. Parents. I'm fine. Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> Look at them. They're on the floor. <laughs> Wolfie's fine, John. Wolfie's just fine. Where are you? Oh, oh. shit. Oh, shit. They killed him. Oh, no. <laughs> I always love that part so much and take it completely out of context. It's so hilarious <laughs> to me. Like, like, I always wish they like threw out a trailer lips, like, just to pose the parents are dead. It's actually Arnold doing an impression. Like, holy shit, this guy's got range. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, oh I mean, uh, well, I, I, I'm excited for when your, you know, your, your kids grow up for you, so they can, you know, even have a better understanding of what you do, and and you know, be, you know, really surprised, and when they get to see, you know, that dad does this voice for this commercial or this movie yeah. or this game, you know, I think that's going to be a really fun, fun thing for them. I Absolutely. hope so. Um, I, I told them, I'm like, listen, dad's going to star in a Pixar movie one day. We're going to be in a theater. 
well, most likely at home because theaters are probably going away. But you know, like, <laughs> unfortunately, it's just like I, I, t- I like that's that's my goal. I want to like I want to be like the first non like a list celebrity or actor, whatever you want to call it, to be in a Pixar movie, like the star. I want my name on the DVD case. I want those toys. I just like it's just it's just such a big goal of mine. Ever since I t- saw Toy Story, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to. Oh my god, I want to do that. It's just one day. Well, yeah. Well, you just answered a question about you know what was your what what's your end goal? Yeah, and you just did it right yeah, there. Yeah, that is that is like my my big dream. That is my one big dream. Well, Joe, thanks so much for for being on our podcast. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, wish we could talk to you for a couple more hours, but you know we know you have a family and a life, and uh, so we'll just we'll give it a go another uh, six hours and a half, and then we'll be wrapped. Oh, sounds good. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, but seriously, thanks for having me, guys. This was. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I needed a break from all the all the crap in, in the world. So this is uh, yeah, this is great. And uh, yeah, we'll send it to you when it's out, and uh, you can uh, delete it and then block our emails. Yeah, yeah no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> fuck these guys. And we'll be outside your house in about twenty minutes. <laughs> there, honey, there's somebody masturbating in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Well, who? <laughs> I mean, that was an incredible interview. Uh, we want to thank Joe so much. And a uh, real quick special guest we have to wrap the show up. We have Jeff Goldblum. I mean, we didn't have him for the interview. Wild. But we got him for an outro. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Jeff, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on the for the outro of your show. This is uh, wonderful to hear an interview with uh, an impressionist, of course. But, 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 but uh, right now we're going to uh, wrap it up. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, of course, you're going to want to go to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Not to be confused with Apartments.com. I don't know why you'd confuse the two. They are nothing alike. But <laughs> but, 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 but uh, uh, you can uh, 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 rate us. And uh, if you don't uh, rate us, then you have to date us, of course. Isn't that right, Jason? Oh, yeah, that's absolutely correct. And that is a legally binding contract, as we always said, because you listen to the entire podcast. If you don't rate us, you have to date us. So uh, we will assume that you're going to date us because there's no way you're going to rate us because most of our audience is uh, extremely too lazy to click that rate button. But if they weren't, well, then you save yourself a grueling evening with us. Speaking of dates, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, the dinos- dinosaurs were around a, a long time ago at a different date. And time uh, than we are now. We we find their bones uh, in, in the ground, and uh, uh, people uh, take a toothbrush and they go back and forth, and uh, they reveal their uh, skeletons. Isn't that something, Jeff? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, anyway, if you want to follow Joe, you can find him on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search at I am Joe Gaudet. That's at I am Joe Gaudet. You can also find him on Cameo uh, by uh, searching his name, Joe Gaudet. That's J-O-E-G-A-U-D-E-T. And of course, you can go to his voiceover website, which is www.joegaudetvo.com. That's Joe Gaudet. VO.com. J-O-E-G-A-U-D-E-T-V-O.com. Jeff, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> every every time you just go, what the hell yeah. are you talking <laughs> You don't have to start a fire. I'm a man who can't say no. If you got a little risky business. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.